Welcome back, everybody, to Kicking in the Second Half, Kish YZ. I'm your host, D, back again with Hugh. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hugh, we got another PPF for everybody. Tell everybody what we're doing today. Who are we covering? Clay Thompson himself in the flesh. Is that you? Hey, does he look like a scrubby Clay Thompson? Maybe if you shave the beard a little bit, trim up the sides, put it in the comments. Yeah, I can see it. Me doing All right, Hugh, you're starting this thing out very awkwardly. I want to give you the ball because this is your guy. You're actually wearing his jersey tonight. But, um, Hugh, yeah, let's get straight into the PPF, the past, present, future of Clay Thompson, your guy, one of your main guys, maybe your second favorite player in the league. I'm not sure. You could throw in an opinion or two there while you're talking. But I want you to go ahead and just – just dive into it. Give us a spill on Clay Thompson, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Clay Thompson, um, he went to Washington State University from 2008 to 2011. Uh, he played three seasons for them there. Um, he declared for the 2011 NBA draft after his junior season, um, and where he went 11th overall to the Golden State Warriors. Um, yeah, yeah. That's about all I got. Uh. Into some of his accolades uh, throughout his career. Uh, 2012, he made the NBA All-Rookie First Team. So high honors there as a rookie. Um, 2016, NBA three-point contest champion. Um, you know, uh, you know he can he can pull up uh, from deep uh, with ease. So uh, not a surprise there. Uh, t- uh, 2019, he was named to the All-Defensive Second Team. Um, so you know, uh, Clay, you know he's a great defender for how good of a shooter he is. He's an amazing defender as well. Um, 2015 and 2016, he was named to the All-NBA third team. Uh, He's a five-time NBA All-Star from 2015 to 2019, every one of those years. And, of course, he is a three-time NBA champion, uh, 2015, 2017, and 2018. Uh, So, so yeah, and he also um, was in the 2016 Olympics and 2014 World Cup, uh, I think that is. Um, but yeah, and then obviously on PPFs, I normally do this person's stat line for the current season. But since Clay is out due to injuries, I just went with his career career stat line. But he's uh, shooting uh, 46% from the field, uh, 42% from three. Uh, he averages three and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, about one steal and half a block a game, and uh, a couple couple other records with Clay that I have written down. Uh, he holds the record for points in a quarter. He scored 37 points uh, in one quarter. So he holds that record. And also he holds – I do not remember the date. I think it was against Sacramento, date? though, it said. No, it was against Sacramento. January 23rd, 2015. Oh, wow. Well, look at you. You came prepared. And then I thought you then, were. Uh, this is your guy. You were supposed to represent for him. That's not. It's well, not I, got, I, got the, I got the stats. I just didn't go as far as the date. You got to you know elaborate. You got hey, you you know, hey, you know what him. shoes he's wearing? You know what shoes he's wearing that game? Shoes that game? Not in particular. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Probably the uh, answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should have looked that up. The, the Chinese shoes. I bet you they were Chinese. Right. But then uh, he also holds the record for most three points oh, in a minute, game. Wait a minute. Fourteen. Wait, we got to speak on that little bit of that segment there of the 37 points in the quarter. That's no joke right there. That's the record. That's a lot of points in one one quarter, not to the game. That's 
he had, I think it said he had finished, uh, finished with 52 yeah, points. 52. Yeah. And I don't think he played the fourth quarter, bro. No, like, I, was said, I think it said like 26 minutes or something like that. Yeah. He could have went for more, bro. Like he could have had probably uh, the third or fourth highest point total in a single game in the regular season, bro. Like he was right there on clinching that, probably breaking the three point record back then. Uh, which would have been, I think, 12 at the time. So, yeah, that, he went 13 for 13 in the third quarter. 13 for 13. Uh, nine of those were threes. So he went nine for nine on three-pointers and 13 for 13 on the field in the third co- quarter to score 37 points. Like, people were talking about how that was, like, not even possible in 2K. And he was just yeah. uh, a cheat code right there where you don't see that happen ever. Yeah, yeah, he was cooking that night for sure. But yeah, and then and then another impressive record he holds is the most three pointers in a game. Um, you know, I'm kind of surprised Clay still has it. I, I kind of feel like Curry's tried to surpass him before. He's came close. I mean, here lately he's came close. But well, he already said his, last month that he was going to try to pass the record. Yeah. I mean, he's I mean, he's, he's got a few close. games left to do it this year. Yeah, but Clay yeah, he's a uh, fourteen. Clay also 14 has the record threes. for most threes in the playoff game too with eleven. Oh, yes, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, it's a lot of records. I mean, he's at one point, in my opinion, the best three-point – the best scorer on the team, even though they had Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, Clay's, I mean, obviously known for his his shooting and his marksmanship from uh, from deep, but, I mean, I think a one underrated aspect of his is his defense. I know he is a, a great defender, and I don't think he gets near enough credit as he should for that. I mean, just being behind Curry, I don't think he gets enough credit as he should in general. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the dude's a baller. There's no one else I'd rather have as my number two than him. Best backcourt in the league. Went healthy. Went healthy. That's that's the thing with Clay. He's uh, unfortunately ran into some injury history that I think you're going to touch on uh, the last couple of seasons. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you yeah, said man. he's not playing this season. Do you remember what happened to him the last time he played? You were watching his last game. Yeah, and yeah, it was, it was Applebee's. Final. It was I have it here, Game Six, uh, the 2019 NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors. The that's ACL when he, he hurt himself, right? And that's when he came back out and shot his free throws. Yeah, yeah. You see, Boy, you remember that? Dog. He had dog. You remember that? Remember you were there lost. for that experience. He a dog. We lost. I mean, Kevin Durant was already hurt, and then he had that injury a few games later, and it was just all she wrote for the Golden State Warriors at that point in my opinion, based off what they had left versus what they came into that series with as far as people on the court, their personnel to play with. Yeah, we had no one to defend Kawhi after that. And then following that, he had that. So he was basically out last season. Then this past offseason in November, he tore um, Sarite Achilles, I think it says here, in November. So You see how he did that? Put him out for the whole year. I I just saw like recently how he did that. Do you see how he did it? Go ahead and tell us. He said he was just taking, uh, like, practicing. Or I don't even think he was at practice. I think he was just, like, shooting outside of his free time. And oh, yeah. He said it was just a, just a just a jumper, just a jump shot. Yeah. I mean, nothing crazy. I mean, a shot he's taken a million times in his life, and he just – I mean, same thing with DeMarcus Cousins. Wrong. When DeMarcus Cousins got injured the year before in the offseason, when he left Golden State to sign with the Lakers, just one of those freak things that happened in the offseason, doing something that – you normally do, and it's just one of those weird incidents that happens, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So, one so, of the things leading, 
coming out of the, I guess, the past or present going into what we're going to talk about with his uh, future predictions is that he did not make the 2018-19 All-NBA team. So this this is the last season that he played healthy, you know, the, the season where the Warriors last went to the finals and he got hurt. He did not make the All-NBA team, either of the three. And if you remember or not, that cost him some money. He didn't he wasn't offered a max contract because of that. You know, that was one of the things that you have to meet as far as a qualification uh, to basically be paid that certain amount of money. They can't just outright pay him max pay without the incentives there. And he did not make that. And part of that was because Kevin Durant was on the team. You could say that kind of took away from what we got accustomed to seeing Clay do as far as an individual performer, even though he was still a great player, but, when you talk about how heavy that Golden State team was, somebody's going to kind of be in the shadows a little bit. I think he took the fall for that. And, you know, and the quote that he had said after that, and, you know, I th- I'm sure he was a little frustrated because it cost him money as far as – it didn't change anything as far as his role on the team or how good he thought he was and how good everybody else knows that he is. But it, it did cost the man some money for his, you know, next contract that he signed. And he said he'd rather win the chips than, you know, the pay – which I understand that, but I'm sure there was some frustration there, but that's leading me into, I just saw where the last Warriors game, I guess the other day where they have fans coming into the arena, like you mentioned, Hugh, uh, he got a little bit emotional there and uh, Steph Curry had to come over and kind of talk him through that, help him through that, that stage, you know, sitting there missing out basically on the whole season and having the fans in the arena in the new arena where he's yet to play. You know, I'm sure that's very heartbreaking and emotional and kind of makes them very anxious to come back next season. But obviously there's still some games to be left to be played. And that's just an unfortunate thing to watch from the player's perspective, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was definitely sad. And hey, yeah, Curry had plenty of time to go over there and be with them because we were getting blown out by the Mavs. But but yeah. Yeah, it was sad to see. And you know, I you know, everybody everybody, even the competition wishes he was out there and it's just it's just sad to see him go through that. Have to sit two full seasons. Uh, it's just unfortunate. But so I mean, that's hey, the low note. So back. Let's go into the high note. So what does this mean for his future? Any predictions? Any thoughts? Man, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, really, this probably will be more negative than you anticipated. But but I hope Clay can come back and, and be, you know, just just pick up right where he left off. But dude, I don't know. I, I mean, my expectations are high for him, but I just mean I could see him coming back and just not ever being the same guy. I mean, that's a you know two years a long time to sit. And, you know, I don't know you know if these uh, you know injuries either of them will have lingering effects or you know if he's more you know he's definitely more injury prone now. And I mean, I mean, the, what helps with Clay is because he's a like a great just catch and shoot guy. Like a lot of times he just sits there and gets kicked out to him and he just shoots. So I mean, that that's one good aspect of his game how he's not. You know, a guy like LeBron who just drives and does all this stuff. I mean, he does do it, but, you know, he can also just sit on the wing and just catch him and shoot him all day. But, but now um, we've seen Kevin Durant come back from his injury. Granted, he's not playing a lot of games this season. So maybe Clay Thompson can kind of take a little bit from his book and kind of do the same thing, not as far as playing time, but as far as us seeing how he may come back versus how he last left the game in health, re- health terms and playing ability. Yeah, I'm sure he could still score in a three-point 
line and everything like that. But we also have to consider his defense because like you had touched on him being a great defender. I mean, at times when you mentioned people like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Jimmy Butler, I like to throw Clay Thompson in the mix too, as like one of those definitely um, three and D guys, uh, two way players, whatever title you want to give it. I mean, he's right there on that list for me in that top five for sure. So, you know, when you, when you talk about what potentially he might be missing and coming back into the season is not just, you know, some of his offensive performance, but maybe his lateral movements on the defensive end, because you definitely need that defense to win games. And if he's going to be out on the court and there's, that's a weakness in his game now, then players are going to try to exploit that when they're playing de- uh, offense against his defense. But yeah, hopefully he comes back pretty strong. Hugh, do you see him making another all-star team? So I'm glad you said that. I was going to bring it up. I, I still believe that he will be an elite enough player and still be make the all-star game. At least one more time. I mean, he's 31, so I mean, he's getting him, getting up there in age, but he's still got a while. But yeah, do you I, see him I breaking still, any of his records? His own records? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I tell you what, I see him competing for his own record because Steph Curry's. If he doesn't break it this season, he will be going after it again next season. I, I don't care what what people might say, like, "Oh, Steph." Steph's back and Clay's back. It's going to be a little bit different. No, I don't think it's going to be different because the one thing with these Warriors, if you watch them back in the day, even before they had Kevin Durant, they always found the way to challenge themselves as an individual and challenge each other as a team. And that's when they really had fun before the last year or, or those two years when they had Kevin Durant, but especially that last year when it was no longer fun in the Golden State sense as far as their playing style and what they did as a unit because of the spat between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, but we're going to see a fun, I don't want to say funner, but a more fun uh, Warriors team next season if they're healthy, because I'm telling you, Steph is going for that record if he doesn't get it this season. And if he's going for the record, guess who else is going to go for the record? The guy who holds the record right now. So um, I'm not sure. Sorry if I'm misquoting this, but I think when the record was 12, Steph Curry broke the record at 13, and then obviously Clay has a record at 14 for the most threes in a single game in the regular season. Like I said, I could be wrong about 13, but I think it was Steph who had that. So uh, either or, even if it wasn't Steph, we could see a little bit back and forth. So basically, in my opinion, next season it's going to be see who's going to be the first one to get to 15 because that's that's where I'm going to look for, 15 threes by one of these guys. And don't be shocked if – Obviously, you see games where they both end up with a dozen apiece. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's great. I hope they do. I hope your uh, prediction's right. I hope they have, does come back and they challenge each other and hold each other to a higher standard, you know, trying to break each other's records. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I, w- I would love to see Clay come back and just be the same old Clay. And, you know, I've hoped that he can, but I also just see the – the downside of it, I know the uh, the effect that these injuries can have, and then two years off. You know, it's not just like it's a whole season; it's two whole seasons. I mean, it's a long time, but so hopefully, yeah, he can come back and be the same baller that he was, and still play amazing defense and make uh, more uh, All NBA teams. And um, you know, um, wait a minute. So there's a couple more questions I got to ask before we are done with this segment on uh, the PPF. Uh, one of the other questions is being, do you see him winning another championship? Yeah. I don't think Golden State's done. People say the dynasty's over. Last year was a fluke. We just had a lot of injuries. And then this year, we don't have Clay. But, I mean, just think, I mean, if Curry's holding it strong, this strong by himself, I mean, if we had Clay, I mean, I'd bump that our win total, you know, at least up probably another five, ten, five, ten games. And we'd be, you know, right there in the, 
middle of the middle of the West, uh, in my opinion. So, so was no, your prediction I, I still think earlier still shot, yeah. with him not having um, full health, as far as you kind of doubting his his comeback return, you still see them making uh, a championship run as far as being in the finals. If yeah, if that well, assumption is well, true, where he's not well, don't that well, we don't, once don't, knew, you think that's enough? Don't quote don't quote me wrong. I said I think and I hope he's going to come back normal. I just wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't. So I, I predict that he's going to come back and still be elite. But I if he doesn't, if you come back and he's a step slower or you know can't do the stuff that he can, I would understand. But no, I expect Clay to come back and and still be elite. Uh, and and with my expectation there, I mean, no matter what, the dude can not have to walk around just sit in the corner and he'd still put up 15 20 points a game just from getting kicked out to him. i mean the, the dude's that good he don't miss but uh but yeah that's true so, so but I, it's, I don't it's more think, than i don't think they're done this offense oh yeah yeah i know but uh but yeah I, so I, this I, is I the follow-up to this running it back this is the follow-up to this to the you know that, that question this is usually the last question uh between those two questions is okay even if you don't see him being the the clay that he is, but you still see him winning the championship. Um, this kind of falls in line with the question. Do you see him winning the championship with the Warriors? Do you see him finishing his career as a Golden State Warrior? Yeah, 100%. He's a warrior for life for you. Yeah, and I know you don't want him to be. I know you want him to team up with LeBron. But, uh, yeah, I think I think he's going to stay uh, in Golden State. I think him and Curry splash I mean, at first. This point, I think they're both going to finish up their career. I mean, at this point, if, you know, if Clay's – not completely healthy. I mean, LeBron would probably take whichever one. I mean, there was rumors that LeBron was recruiting stuff, so I'm sure he tried to recruit Clay uh, when they were filming uh, Space Jam. So you know, shout out to that movie. Uh, Clay Thompson, he's in it, right? Yeah, yeah. He's in it. And of course, there was other speculation of Clay Thompson potentially had um, wanting to go to Golden State. I don't think he really wanted to. I mean, not Golden State to the Lakers because of his uh, father. You know, you didn't touch on that as far as the past, but his father and his past did play for the Lakers organization, won two championships with uh, Magic Johnson back in the day and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So um, there's some family ties there, but probably not enough to get Clay to move. But you never know what could happen down the road if, um, if the Warriors have to break things up a little bit and they just build with uh, Wiseman, Wiggins, and your boy Kelly Oubre. That'd be something. But yeah, he, I think that kind of wraps up everything I had to ask as far as the PPF. Anything else you want to add to Clay Thompson's uh, career in the future? How many more years do you think he's got in the league? You know, mm. assuming, you know, you have to factor in that there's a potential of re-aggravating some injuries or is he labeled as injury-prone player now with back-to-back -back two separate injuries on back-to-back -back seasons? You know, Steph Curry is kind of like an injury-prone player, but he, in my opinion, had adjusted the season by kind of strengthening his body and getting more muscle tone for more and better endurance. But he still has those ankle problems from the past that I'm sure he has to deal with, but it hasn't been a serious problem this year. Is Clay going to have, you think, some – now I want to say side effects because it's almost at a certain point going to happen in his career, but do you think he's kind of an injury-prone player at the moment? I hope not. Uh, I hope not. I mean, I, I wouldn't consider him one just because what what happened this past offseason was just a, a freak accident. I mean, it's just, you know, one in a million chance of happening. It's a shot. Like I said, he's taken a million times in practice in the games. And, and one time he just happened to land wrong. I, so I wouldn't consider that 
injury prone. Now, you know, next season he comes back and, and halfway into the year he re-aggravates uh, one of these injuries, then, then yeah, I, I think that would uh, – I would probably consider him injury prone at that point. Like Curry's ankle, you know, it's just something that keeps keeps coming up. Uh, what happened with Clay? At least his latest injury was was just a freak freak accident, a one in a million chance of happening. So uh, I wouldn't consider sure that. Injury but that's prone what yet. makes it injury prone is because it's the accidents that aren't major accidents, and because they're not really forced incidents. Because he wasn't playing like a, a extremely competitive basketball game, and that's what kind of makes it an injury prone, kind of like. DeMarcus Cousins is kind of seen as an injury-prone type of player after the several injuries he's had over several seasons. John Wall is another example. Obviously, Kevin Durant is somewhat of an injury-prone player because they have to manage his time on and off of the floor so you don't re-aggravate. So that's what I'm getting at with Clay. is not that the injury might be detrimental to ending his career, but at the same time, I would say that for me, he's kind of marked as injury-prone with these two back-to-back kind of major injuries that he has to be more careful. He might not be the same player, kind of like a D Rose, like D Rose still has a career and he's still gone, but he is injury prone player now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, well, his two injuries, they weren't the same, were they? No. Like one's same spot. Knee. Okay. No, yeah, one's just... knee, the ACLs in your knee. And I can't remember which leg that was. I think it's the opposite. I think that might've been left. And then the right Achilles, which is basically you know, the tendon that holds your foot to your leg, to your calf yeah. muscle. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so two separate his, areas. But. If, I mean, if his, if his newest injury was that again, like something with his ACL, I'd call him injury prone, but I mean, it was just two different injuries. I, I still wouldn't call him injury prone. I just think the, the first one didn't look good, but the second one was just a, a freak accident, but I, I wouldn't go that far now, you know, into this season, if he starts having the same ACL issues or Achilles issues, then, then yeah, then I would probably put him under that category. But as of now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold out hope. I'm gonna hold out that he hasn't turned injury prone. I could, I'd very well see him that he could. But as of right now, I'm gonna say that that he's not. Okay, you've heard it here, and I don't want to keep going on this subject, so we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, thanks everybody, if you're watching this video, thank you for kicking in the second half, Kish YZ. If you like this video, give us a like and check out some of our other PPF videos. They seem to be popular. Obviously, check our YouTube page for our podcast videos, our debate videos, our shoes videos, and you know, catch us on anchor.fm and Spotify if you want to hear the audio-only version of the podcast. And I think we have the PPFs on the audio-only as well. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram under Kish, Y-Z, K-I-S-H, underscore Y-Z. But yeah, also give us a subscribe if you haven't, if you're keeping track of these videos, or if you just want to stay notified when we get new uh, content out there, you know, turn that notification bell on. Once again, I'd like to um, let the listeners and viewers be aware that it is April and it's Limb Loss Awareness Month, and we have a few days left in the month. So for every subscriber that we have total at the end of the month, on May 1st, I will be donating a dollar to the limbsforlife.org uh, uh, foundation. Uh, it's limbsforlife.org if you want to donate, but it's the Limb Loss Awareness Month, and it's the Limbs for Life Foundation there. And um, Hugh, you want to give any more shout-outs, give your last words here on this take? Yeah, I want to give a special shout-out to my dad because he subscribed to Stephen. So we got uh, Thanks, one Rick, more subscriber. The, the probably last time you checked. Thirty-four. That's another dollar towards that foundation. So thank you for supporting our channel, and thank you for supporting that foundation as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. So just shout out, shout out. I know it's still there. Hopefully you enjoy the channel and are able to catch some of the videos in your busy schedule. Uh, we'd extremely appreciate it. Uh, like, but yeah, uh, to anybody that's not subscribed watching this, um, you know, we do the, these PPS, we do debates, we do podcasts where we get specific about subjects. We do, D even did a, a what if episode where like hypothetical scenarios about this and that. Uh, we do, uh, D mainly does shoes videos, but yeah, if any of that sounds interesting to you, um, be sure to check us out. Give me a sub, uh, no tomatoes, no veggies, not a fan, but yeah, uh, give a thumbs up on this video. If you like it, uh, let us know if there's a specific player you'd like to see next, but, but we appreciate all y'all support and your views and you, the time you take to watch our videos. So yeah, shout out all y'all. All right, everybody. Thanks for kicking in the second half, everybody. Peace and love.